feel kind of like God. <laughs> and then this man with the devil on his hand came and took the hat. Free Britney. Free Britney. Wake up, foodies. The Matrix has you. Oh, oh, wait. That that's next week. Wrong, wrong episode. Okay, wrong episode. That's next. That's next week's. Sorry about that. Hey, all you voodoo's and voodals and all you voodies in between. It is Nick, nobody savage. I'm doing a special tie-in episode with the simulation. Theory uh, Dab 8 featuring Christian Hildebrand from Paper Planes. Um, that will be returning next week uh, due to scheduling conflicts. We weren't able to get it out this week for you guys. But it will be coming to you next Friday. So, there's that. Uh, that will be... What is that date? Because I don't know. That'll be the 11th. So, November 11th. That'll be coming out. So stay tuned for that. Uh, I know you all just listened to the Burnin' Urban episode on haunted statues, and I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, before we get into the episode, I would just like to give a huge thank you to all of um, all of my listeners, honestly, for uh, the um, insane amount of like support and downloads I have been seeing lately. Um, the numbers have like basically skyrocketed and I am kind of like in shock still. Um, <laughs> like I, I never, I never thought it would jump up that high that quickly. And, uh, I would just like to thank you all because it's, it's you guys, you know? Um, so I'm, I'm coming up close on 5,000 downloads. Um, by the time you guys hear this, I might be there. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's, it's kind of crazy. And like, uh, I've been looking at the, like the, the statistics and I, I don't know how much of this I'm really supposed to like share with people because like, you know, I, I don't really know the rules of podcasting like that, but, um, I, I just like, I see like it, it's literally around the world and that's, that's kind of crazy to me. Like, uh, I have a lot of, like a lot of downloads in the Netherlands and in France uh, I see a good chunk in Italy and Mexico. Uh, it's 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 just kind of crazy to me that like it's gone that far. Uh, that it's gone. Sorry, I'm getting away from the microphone here because I'm looking at the map. But it's a lot. Like the UK, Canada, Dominican Republic, New Zealand, Russia, Venezuela, Australia, El Salvador, Haiti, Sweden, Ireland, Jamaica. I mean, I, I really I want to go down the whole list, but it's a long, long list. Just know that if you're listening, I see you and I appreciate you and thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I will be doing a special dab to death giveaway um, when I reach or when the show reaches 6,660 downloads. Let him who hath understanding reckon the number of the beast, for it is a human number. Its number is 666. 
and uh, one lucky Voody will be winning a Dab to Death mystery box with some uh, some Dab to Death merch in it. And um, where where was I? Sorry, I have the the dogs with me, so they're distracting. Um, but yeah, just again, thank you all so much for the uh, oh the giveaway, yeah, that too. But uh, thank you all so much for the support. And uh, like I said, I'll be doing a giveaway. I'll give you guys more information at the end of the episode. I uh, got a lot of special things coming up. Got the Patreon. I'll plug all that later too. So uh, just stay tuned to the end of the episode and uh, be sure to definitely tune in for part two of the simulation debate, crashing the simulation. All right. Dabrig is warmed up now. Dogs are relaxing. Alright, I think it is time to get into the episode. Many of you may have heard the term Mandela Effect before. And some of you, like myself, may have even fallen victim to its effects before. For those of you who are unfamiliar with it, I will get into exactly what the Mandela Effect is and some possible explanations for why it happens in a moment. But first, let me tell you what I'm dabbing on. All right. I mean, as usual, I've got a couple of paper plane strains. Uh, I have one here that is the uh, lemon tree collab or lemon tree collab we're doing. And the strain is lemon tree. So it's fitting. Uh, really nice lemon scent. Um, obviously, <laughs> super terpy. It's like a diamond sauce. Um, Nice chunky little diamonds in there. It looks beautiful. It's like this nice big seven mil jar. So it's like got all this space and room to breathe. Like almost, you know, it's got like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I'm a little high already. So there's that. Um, also, I've got some chem reserve live resin batter. Uh <sighs> Like, yeah, I can't really uh, can't really place the scent on that one exactly. Um, but it's definitely like it's a really nice consistency. I kind of just want to do like a half gram dab of it almost, you know, it's that kind of stuff. Uh, guys, come on. Yeah. What are you doing? Twitchy, you got to lay down. Twitch. Hey. What? You gotta lay down. No, you gotta lay down. <laughs> really? Are you gonna be my new co-host? Yeah. Okay. Maybe, maybe. Yeah, you wanna be my new co-host? I think you would be an adorable co-host. I'm going to post this picture on the Instagram and uh, put up like a, a, can you do a poll on Instagram? I really need to learn more social media shit. Anyway, uh, so <clears throat> mildly distracted, but I'm going to, I'm going to post a picture on the Instagram page and on a bunch of other stuff of my new potential co-host Twitch. She loves being in the studio apparently. Yeah. Do you have something to say? You're cute. All right. Anyway. 
Okay. So, um, like I said, I got the two uh, paper plane strains. And then, oh, okay. Are you, are you going to go adventuring or are you j- you're just going to sit on Loki? You're going to sit on Loki. Okay, cool. Um, and then I have, actually, I have some of the paper planes new. Oh, I don't know if I can say the name yet. Well, I have some of the new paper planes syrup. Uh, the flavor is spicy pineapple. Why is it spicy? So this stuff comes at thousand milligram bottle as well as uh, the heavy hitters from the previous, the Burning Urban episode. Uh, it was also a thousand milligram bottle, but that's more of like a water, like a tincture consistency with like a, a white color. It kind of just looks like no, or like a... Uh, non-fat milk. It looks like non-fat milk. That's the the heavy hitter stuff. Is not this stuff. the The paper plane stuff is more of a syrup consistency. Uh, all right. So I have the new paper plane syrup. It's super fast acting. A uh, thousand milligrams per bottle. Uh, it's an eight ounce bottle. Uh, so I have spicy pineapple here, and I'm gonna. Oh Jesus! I should open that ahead of time. Uh, I'm gonna take a sip now because my mouth is super dry and I need something to drink, but this is not going to help with that later. So perpetuating cycle here we go. Oh boy. Ooh. Hmm. I really like the flavor of that one. <clears throat> also, drum roll, please. I have something to smoke that is not paper planes. Sorry, paper planes. You know, I love you. But I'm sure the listeners would like something different. Um, so I have here some West Coast Cure. Uh, that's the brand. And it is Berry Crepes. And it is a diamond or a jar of diamonds. It is a diamond. It's just one diamond. One single solitary diamond. Actually, that'd be kind of cool if it was like a, just a single gram diamond in a jar. Huh. Does anybody do that? Let me know. Send them to me. I mean, I'll have to give you a way to send them to me. But I mean, you shouldn't send things in the mail. Yeah, don't send don't send weed in the mail. Just ignore that whole last part. In fact, anyway, moving on. So. Uh, so I have the Berry Crepes Diamonds. It is uh, coming in at, oh, Jesus, total THCA, or total THC, 88%. That's pretty good. And uh, total CBD, less than, but total cannabinoids, 99.5%. So that's pretty damn good. I think I'm going to save these for later. You know, it's a little special. I want to save it, make it 
make it special. Make it a special moment in the episode. Sorry. Um, where's my dab tool? I was not prepared for this. <clears throat> Procrastination. <laughs> Back to that perpetuating cycle. Here we go. All right, so I've got the lemon tree diamond sauce. Super heavy on the lemon terp smell. It's really nice. I like it. And here we go. All right. about the <clears throat> what I really like about this is it's like the smell of the lemon comes through nice and strong but it's not the taste that the flavor is not overpowering <coughs> which a lot of lemon strains are super heavy on the flavor it's it's lemon tree uh, the company is Lemon Tree. The strain is Lemon Tree. The the jar top says Lemon Tree. So it's Lemon Tree. I have no idea where to set this. God damn it. Where's my dab mat? Under the laptop. Okay. All right. Well, I got to get into this or this is never going to happen. All right, so what is the Mandela effect? Well, in the simplest sense, it is the effect of false memories, sometimes on large portions of the population. One of the most famous of these false memories, and the one that gives the Mandela effect its name, is the death of South African anti-apartheid activist and leader Nelson Mandela while imprisoned in the 1980s. Now, right now, you might even be saying to yourself, but that's not right. Nelson Mandela most definitely did die in the 1980s. Well, then congratulations. You are a victim of the Mandela effect as well. The good news, at least, is that you are definitely not alone. Not by a long shot. Shit, I myself have fallen victim to the Mandela effect a lot. Let's just say a lot, apparently. And I, I'm not even going to like say I'm a victim. You know what? I refuse to be a victim of the Mandela effect. I will argue to the death that the things I remember, I remember. I might not have the best memory, but the things I do remember, I remember. I, and it's sad that the things I remember are small little things like this. Because we'll get into like how small some of these things are. But it's like, it's crazy. So anyway, 
back to Nelson Mandela. So, you know, like I said, you're not alone because, in fact, some people not only remember Nelson Mandela dying, but clearly and distinctly remember seeing news coverage of his death and even remember hearing a speech from his widow. Luckily, a quick internet search reveals that not only did Nelson Mandela live until December of 2013, but he served as the first elected president of South Africa from 1994 to 1999, which is one hell of an accomplishment for a dead guy. So why then do so many people remember him dying in the 1980s? And what are some other examples of the Mandela effect? Well, there's no definitive answer as to what exactly causes the effect. But there are a few theories, ranging from logical and science-based to less sane-sounding and more science-fiction-like. One of the more well-known of these theories is that the Mandela effect is simply a side effect of us living in an advanced simulation. Sound familiar? The Matrix. Quick shout out to the Matrix episode for being my number one downloaded episode. Yay! Insert celebration sounds. Woo! <clears throat> anyway, sorry. Cool. I, I I really am excited about like the the amount of downloads and like the support. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy. But back to the episode, the Matrix. Um, so. Right. It is believed that when whoever or whatever is running the simulation decides to go back and change something, possibly to see what would happen differently if past events were altered, that some people don't get fully reset with the rest of the simulation, which is why they remember certain things differently than others. And of course, this all does tie into my simulation theory episodes, which part two, like I said, is coming next Friday. As much as I would personally like to believe in this explanation, as I find simulation theory both absolutely fascinating and completely likely, I do have some issues with it. Like, why are a lot of the things that seem to, like, get changed and, like, remembered differently, why are they such small things? And, like, why do these, like, why are they not remembering the global events that are being supposedly changed? You know, because like some of the things that are remembered are like substantially small. For example, a lot of us grew up with a certain family of bears. And how their name is spelled has become the subject of great debate. Of course, I am talking about the Berenstein Bears. Or is it the Berenstain Bears? That's right. It all comes down to one single letter. While some of us, myself included, will swear up and down that it is spelled B-E-R-E-N-S-T-E-I-N, there are those out there that would try and convince you that it is spelled S-T-A-I-N. The damn dirty liars. Uh, first, actually, I'm going to do the chem reserve from Paper Planes. 
saving the West Coast Cured Diamonds for the end because I want to turn the dab rig down a little bit so I can fully taste the flavor. Um, like diamonds, you know, you want to be a little more sensitive with them. All right. Ooh, nice consistency. Oh, also, I would like to apologize. Uh, I know I referenced in last week's episode, or in the last Dab to Death episode, that there was video rolling. Um, there was cameras rolling uh, for portions of the show. <laughs> um however batteries died quickly i i did not uh plan properly to position them well and have them plugged in or you know just ready to continuously record enough of uh actually a long fucking show um but planning to hopefully correct that for the next episode uh, and also one of the memory or one of the video files was corrupted on the last uh, memory card. So there's that. <clears throat> anyway, I'm just going to do this dab now so I can stop rambling. Trying to get you near the microphone. Whoa. Too, too near the microphone. Sorry, I was taking pictures of the diamonds. I am easily distracted sometimes. Damn it, my screen went up. Uh, okay, yeah, I see. I got to focus. Focus, focus. Come on, timeline. Timeline. Deadline. That's it. Deadline. Shut up. Just shut up and do it. Weird. I think I just caught an EVP.
<coughs> Sounded like it said, shut up, shut up and do it. So if the cause of these discrepancies in people's memories aren't being caused by the so-called matrix getting paused, tweaked a little bit, and then reset, then what does science have to say about it? Well, one of the more likely explanations comes from neuroscience and involves false memories. Now, the means by which memory traces are stored is called the engram, and the framework, <gasps> Twitch, you can't just like fall off like that. You scared me. Are you okay? Oh, Jesus. Sorry. Are you okay, Twitchy? Come here. Come here, baby. You're okay. You're okay. I've got you. I've got you. All right, there you go. Is that better? You feel more comfortable that way? <clears throat> All right. I know. You fell. <laughs> you trust fell. You did a trust fall and nobody was there to catch you. You can't do that when nobody's looking. Did you just try to trust fall into a ghost? They can't catch you. Anyway. So, where was I? I asked, the means by which the memory traces are stored is called the engram, and the framework in which, uh, in which similar memories are associated with each other is called the schema. Schema? 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 I'm going to go with schema. I don't know. Schema. Probably should have looked it up. Whatever. It's scientific enough, all right? This is a show about weed and serial killers. How... How in-depth do you really expect me to be sometimes? So when someone tries to recall a memory, it can fire off neurons that are in close connection to the memory being, uh, to the memory being recalled. For example, Alexander Hamilton was one of the founding fathers of the United States, but was never elected as president. However, if you were to ask some people, they would tell you that they remember that Hamilton was indeed a president. This is because the memories related to Alexander Hamilton are stored near where the memories of the United States presidents are. So, when recalled, the brain fires off the neurons, which may bring with them the memories of the presidents. While science attempts to offer a few other explanations, this one does seem to explain the phenomenon away pretty well. Our other possible reasons include something called confabulation, which basically involves your brains filling in gaps that are missing in your memories to make more like to make better sense of them. Uh, it's it's kind of like your brains. Um. Uh, God, what's a good way to put it now? 
It's kind of like, you know, the, the, the pictures now where they can like delete people or the cameras now where they can delete people out of them automatically. And it just kind of like fills in the gaps of what should be where that person was. It's kind of like that. It's like, it's like your brain's kind of lying to you, sort of like fudging some details to make things like a more accurate, like better picture in your, in your brain. Uh, and you know, obviously this would probably increase as you get older and older, and is probably associated with, you know, Alzheimer's and, uh, you know, uh, other, other disorders like that. There's also something called priming, which basically it's, you know, describing like factors leading up to an event that it'll, it'll affect your perception of the event. Um, and it can even just be something as simple as like changing how you say something instead of saying like, did you see the black cat instead of did you see a black cat? You know, because like it implies two totally different things, you know, uh, triggers a different response and a different memory. And then, of course, one of my personal favorites, alternate realities. This kind of goes hand in hand with simulation theory. Um, but instead of we are in a simulation and it's all fake and like generated instead, it's that there's multiple timelines and realities occurring simultaneously and parallel to each other and perpendicular to each other and across from each other and next to each other and inside each other. Uh, that got weird. Unless you're thinking inception, then it's, yeah, it's still science fiction-y. Um. <laughs> awkward. <laughs> you know what? No. No. Not really. It's not awkward. At least not until you said awkward. Now it's awkward because of what you said. Anyway. Yeah, so basically, you know, these, these timelines are kind of like bumping into each other and colliding with each other and maybe like popping in and out of each other it's kind of like you know one minute we could be living in the reality we're living in now where you know it's you know referring back to the last episode uh like man in the high castle where it's you know we live in the world where we live in now where the allies won the war and it's all good and happy and then there's the other reality where the Axis powers won the war and everything was kind of shitty and <clears throat> yeah, like totalitarian control and shit. Lost my train of thought there. Really need like a sound clip of a train derailing me. No, that's dark. Anyway, back to this. So you know, like basically people are assuming that you have these different memories because the timeline pops in and out and you might've been there when it popped in and like you remember something from that timeline instead of your own timeline. So that's also a distinct possibility. Now, what are some incredibly popular or maybe not so popular uh, examples of the Mandela effect. I mean, some of the, like the, the simpler ones is obviously, like I said, 
There's the Bernstein and Bernstein bears debate. There's also Jif versus Jiffy, like the peanut butter brand. Do you remember being Jif or do you remember being Jiffy? Honestly, I personally remember it being Jif, which is the correct name, apparently, you know, uh, because I remember it was, you know, choosy moms choose Jif. Uh, but apparently a lot of people remember it being Jiffy, and the belief is that it's because they're associating it with the competing brand Skippy, and they're kind of bleeding the two names together. Then there's another famous uh, food-related debate. It's Oscar Mayer versus Oscar Mayer. Mayer. I mean, they're both pronounced the same, basically. So, you know, we all know the jingle. My baloney has a first name. It's O-S-C-A-R. And, you know, we all know how it ends, right? But there's a lot of debate. Is it M-A-Y-E-R or M-E-Y-E-R? Because it is apparently spelled with an E instead of an A. I kind of, I go back and forth on this one because initially my brain said, yes, it's E. But then like the more I thought about it, I was like, well, is it E? Because then I sang, I kept singing the little jingle in my head. And like I kept, it kept bouncing back and forth between A and E. Uh, so basically that's how this, this works is like, you know, it's, it's your brain kind of goes, Oh wait, maybe is it this? And then it goes, yeah, eventually it goes, yeah, it's this, you know, it's, it's, it's a instead of E, you know, or it, it, the Berenstein bears, it's E instead of a, you know, like whatever it's, it's small little details like sex in the city. Apparently I just said it now. It's not sex in the city. Apparently it's sex and the city. I always thought it was sex in the city. Cause like that makes more sense to me is sex in the city rather than sex and the city, you know, but whatever, apparently we're all just crazy. You know, another one that makes me feel a little bit nuts is the monopoly man. I distinctly remember when the monopoly, I distinctly remember the monopoly man having a fucking monocle. Like I do. I, I just, I just, I remember him having one. It was, it was there because like fucking Jim Carrey and the fucking uh, goddamn fucking Ace Ventura. He did the whole bit with the monocle guy, you know, like, why would he do that if it wasn't the Monopoly man? The Monopoly man has a monocle. <sighs> but no, apparently not, because then they're saying, oh, it's because they're mixing Mr. Peanut with the Monopoly man. And, and <sighs> no. Sorry, sorry. this is kind of going to devolve into me losing my mind because I'm realizing that, like, most of my life has been, like, a lie. Like, all of this shit. Like, Pikachu's tail. Y'all remember Pikachu's tail? Think about it real quick. Think about it. What's the first thing that comes to you? You know, like, look at his tail. There's that little brown bar at the end of the uh, black bar at the end of his tail, right? No, apparently not. No, there's no black bar at the end of his tail. It's a little brown thing down by his like the bottom of his like near his butt. It's a little brown spot there, but no black bar at the end of his tail. I, I just, I just. Don't know. Sorry, the list, the list just said the Sinbad 
genie movie doesn't exist. I I, I hate this one. I know I, I wrote it down, but I hate this one. I fucking hate this one. You can't convince me that Sinbad was not in a movie where he played a genie in the in the 1990s. Sinbad played a genie in a movie called Shazam. I fucking remember it. You can't convince me otherwise. Sinbad denies it to this very day. He denies it. And I'm like, well, you know, it wasn't the greatest movie. So I could understand why you would, you would deny it. You know, if, if you could have the chance to erase a bad movie, wouldn't you? I'm, I'm looking at a couple of actors out there. You know. You know who you are. Oh, 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 Forrest Gump. Yeah. So apparently we all know the line. Life is like a box of chocolates. Right? Well, wrong. Apparently we're all fucking wrong. Uh, apparently the line is actually life was like a box of chocolates. Well, so it was, it only was once like it never is again. It's not now it, what do you mean? It was like a box of chocolates. <sighs> is he talking about time travel? Huh? Doctor Who. We're coming back to Doctor Who again. Oh, sorry. That was the Haunted Statues episode. Tune into that one if you haven't. What else do I have on my list? Oh, another one. Like, okay, Star Wars, right? Like, I'm, I'm a big fan of the original Star Wars movies, but there's a lot of uh, debate about the the line Luke I am your father apparently he doesn't say Luke I am your father he says no I am your father like since when and then another Star Wars related one by the way is like C3PO's leg is apparently silver I don't fucking remember that I distinctly remember it being gold the entire body was gold like what the fuck Anyway, I'm going to drive myself crazy if I just sit here and look at all these all the, all night. So, um, what about you guys? Like what what do you remember? Like some uh, how do you remember some of these examples I gave? Um, are there any other Mandela effects that just like drive you fucking crazy? Um, like please, if so, send them to me either by emailing them to feedback at dabtodeath.com or messaging me on any of the social medias at dabtodeath Unless you're on Instagram, then it's at Dab to Death Podcast. Before I wrap up, I'm going to do the final dab of the episode. The diamonds. The dab rig has cooled down to the appropriate temperature. I am dropping the damn tab tool all over the place. Oh, wow. Those are some really nice looking damage. Not a whole lot of uh, a terp profile because they're not super terp heavy. They're just basically the diamonds in the jar. 
I, I do generally like a little more terps on my diamonds. Um, but they do look really nice. And uh, we will see how they taste. Definitely has a nice light profile. Oh, I guess, like I said, it's not super terp heavy. That's probably why, but you can definitely get some of that, that fruitiness in there. I will wrap up. So, like I was saying, if there are any Mandela effects uh, in this episode that you like remember uh, and like you want to talk about, or if there's any other Mandela effects that drive you absolutely batshit crazy, you can email them, like I said, to feedback at dabdeath.com. Uh, that is like the best way to submit any kind of uh, listener stories, uh, episode suggestions. Uh, stuff like that. Uh, other than that, like I said, you can always message me on social media at dab to death. Unless you're on Instagram, then it's at dab to death podcast. Other than that, like I said, thank you all so much for all the support and all of the uh, the massive download numbers over the past, honestly, the past two weeks. It's been insane. Um, I, I appreciate it so much. I appreciate all of you. I have a lot coming up. For you guys, uh, Patreon coming up. Uh, like I said, I'm setting up the content tiers now. I'm figuring out uh, what you're going to get for what, how much you pay. Uh, I've got some clever little, clever little tier names and uh, donation levels. Uh, it might not, uh, it might offend some people, some people, but you know, it's all in good humor. Come on. Uh, <laughs> so. I mean, you'll see what I mean, but it's mostly religious people aren't going to like it, but whatever. Um, where was I? Yeah, so um, Patreon is coming soon. I will probably have the first video. Let me say possibly have the first video instead of probably so I don't 
condemn myself when I don't do it. Or if it doesn't happen, I mean, I should say. Don't you put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't you put that on us. But yeah, and then other than the Patreon, I also am working on setting up a YouTube channel uh, where you will be able to see video episodes of, <clears throat> let me say, edited, trimmed down versions of the episodes, uh, basically with some of the smoking activities redacted, let's say. Um, so I won't get, you know, in a lot of trouble for stuff. But other than that, so Patreon, YouTube, um, also working on merch coming out soon. Like I said, got a lot coming up and I mean, there's a lot of you out there, so I'm excited to see where this goes and, you know, couldn't do it without you guys. And until next time. Be careful out there. You never know when you may get dabbed to death. <laughs>